Oh, hello, word nerds. Fancy meeting you here at the podcast. Uh, okay, hello, how are you? Uh, just a couple of days ago, we went to, well, let me start by saying I have a drink with me. It is, I'm acting as if you can see me, but there is no camera. Uh, I bought this, what is it? <laughs> Fudge Bites Cookie Dough Soda. Something totally ridiculous and disgusting sounding. I had to try it. I got a few other ones. We were at this amazing candy store in St. Charles, Illinois. After going to um, an amazing creepy store also in St. Charles, Illinois. The creepy store is called Ghoulish Mortals. And I highly recommend it. And uh, then we went to this candy store that has a ton of candies and a ton of sodas. Things like butter-flavored and mustard flavor, and I'm not quite adventurous enough yet, but I am adventurous enough to try cookie dough bites and peanut butter and chocolate peanut butter, and I'm sure some of you are gagging right now, but um, I had to try them. I had to try them. So I have this cookie dough one right now. It is uh, just about what you would expect. Ridiculously sweet and also soda chemical flavored. So, you know, I think once is enough and then I'm good. I don't I don't need to have another one. Uh, okay, you know, instead of that, maybe we should talk about the words because that is obviously the reason we are all here today. Okay, the first word on this uh, top of page 300 is croupier or croupier because it is a French word. C-R-O-U-P-I-E-R, croupier. That is the better way to say it. It is a noun from 1709. Okay, we're going to try to be slow this time. We talk too fast usually. Let's be slow and chill. This is an employee of a gambling casino who collects and pays bets and assists at the gaming tables. They uh, they work for money. Big money. Croupier, French. It literally means rider on the croup of a horse. The rider... Okay, now I don't remember what we talked about yesterday. Croup. So let us remind ourselves... Um, oh, the rump of a quadruped. <laughs> so the croupier... Whoa. I bet croupiers at, at casinos don't know the etymology of their job title. The rider on the croup of a horse. It must be the rider on the rump of a horse. So, oh my God, what I what is even happening here? An employee of a gambling casino who collects and pays bets. They they basically they're they're doing the dirty work, right? They're collecting and paying bets. It's just they got to do a lot of work at the casino, so they're. There's something about riding the rump of a horse. Wow, that's fascinating. I want to know the story about what happened. Just how that name came to be. Okay, so first of all, we need a sound effect. I'll do slurp. I think I did that once before, maybe. I don't know. This is getting so difficult. Mm. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> I think too hard. That's the problem. When you don't think, then it's just gold. That'll be the sound. That's a very good sound effect, actually. 
Next is Cruz, C-R-O-U-S-E, adjective from the 15th century. It is chiefly Scottish, and the synonyms are brisk and lively. Cruz, I would like to hear this in a sentence. I'm pretty sure I've done something very similar to this before. Next is, I think you would say, crustad. Crustad. You sound very fancy when you say crustad. C-R-O-U-S-T-A-D-E. Noun from circa 1845. It is a crisp shell, as of toast or puff pastry, in which to serve food. So you are serving food inside of this crisp shell, which is called a crustade. Would a taco be a crustade? Have we been calling them the wrong thing all this time? Toast, you could serve food in a crisp shell made from toast. Also a puff pastry, which sounds real good. Uh, Let's see. Okay, French, probably from Italian, crostata, which means tart, from crosta, which means pastry shell or crust. And there's more of the word crust. We're we're getting there. We're getting to crust. Don't worry. Uh, I know we've had a number of words sort of talking about crust a bit recently. Okay. Next is... Crouton. You could also say, uh, wait, what is the difference with crouton or cru? cru- See, I still don't know the difference between the two dots and the line. I can't tell. Uh, you know what? It's just to emphasize in either syllable. That's all it is. Crouton, crouton. Not sure if that worked. Noun from 1806. A small cube of toasted or crispy fried bread. I, was a, I think I was a bit of a crouton fiend when I was a kid. I still love them. You can't not love croutons. Okay, French, crouton, diminutive of croute, which means crust. Um, that's, that's the same, similar stuff to the last word. Next is crow, the bird crow. This is the first form, noun from before the 12th century, one any of various large, usually entirely glossy black passerine birds. Uh, the, those are of the family Corvidae, and especially the genus Corvus. It's bringing us back to our Corvid days. Number two is capitalized. So 2A is a member of an American Indian people of the region between the Platte and Yellowstone rivers. I forgot to mention that the bird definition had a whole bunch of adjectives. Glossy, black, passerine. I don't know. It's not a whole lot. Uh, Okay. So number 2B. So we talked about the crow people, American Indian people. Um, And then, okay, between the Platte and the Yellowstone Rivers. Well, so I assume the Yellowstone River is in Yellowstone, which is... I always forget this. Utah, Colorado, Wyoming, one of those states. They're all the same. No, they're not. That's just a joke. Um, 
so between there and the Platte, I would my my first guess is Platte would be Wyoming. I don't know if that's true, but that's a guess. So uh, they lived the Crow people lived in that area of maybe Colorado, uh, Oregon. What did I say? No, Utah. Oregon's somewhere else. Uh, Wyoming and maybe Nevada. Those four over there. Okay, two B is the language of the Crow people. Makes sense. The Crow would speak Crow. Three, also capitalized, the synonym is Corvus. And we talked about that before. Number four, the synonym is Humble Pie. As in, the braggart was forced to eat crow. If you... Don't, I mean, I guess humble pie makes more sense, but these are just sort of odd words for things we say or part of things we say. Um, is that... Oh, interesting. Is that... Um, okay, so the idea of the braggart was forced to eat humble pie, that means, you know, instant karma, they were bragging and then something bad happened to them or they were made to look like a fool, something like that. Isn't that humble pie? I think it is. So... Did that somehow turn into, isn't there a story about crows in a pie? So I think that is maybe why it became eat crow. What a fascinating evolution there. There is a phrase, as the crow flies, and that means in a straight line. And I don't know why, but I always think it's funny when people say this phrase. Not that there's anything wrong with it. It's just kind of a silly phrase, isn't it? So just to hear a, an adult human say it just is sort of silly to me. I don't think I would ever say it. Okay, but I understand the concept. Maybe we should make a new phrase. No, that one's fine. Uh, let's see. Crow, Old High German, krawa, which means crow. Uh, from Old English, krawan, which means to crow. So uh, crow just means crow. There's no, there's no other other word. It's just crow. Second form of crow is a verb from uh, before the 12th century. It's showing some additional information. What does this say? Crowed, and then also in sense one, chiefly British crew. I think those are the past forms of this one. Uh, so crowed would be the past form, but for the number one definition, which is chiefly British, the, the plural there would be crew. Well, that's the first one, so let's talk about that first. Um, this is intransitive, by the way. One. Remember, the plural is crew. To make the loud, shrill sound characteristic of a cock. I guess, yeah, when the cock crows. Is not is that what they say? It's funny that there are two birds that can make the same sound. It's not the same sound at all, but it's called the same thing. Two, to utter a sound expressive of pleasure. Uh, what would that sound be? <laughs> not, I don't even want to try. Number three A, to exult gloatingly, especially over the distress of another. Very different context than number two. To utter a sound expressive of pleasure 
and well, not actually, not they're not that different. And also to exult gloatingly, you're you're in pleasure when you're gloating, um, but specifically over the distress of another. I am crowing over your dead body. No, I don't know if yeah. Okay, three B, to brag exultantly or blatantly, pretty similar to three A, and then transitive is. To say with self-satisfaction. I'm self-satisfied in myself because I'm gloating over the distress of another. A synonym is the word boast. Yep, that sounds like it's pretty accurate. You know, sometimes there's not a lot to say about words. Okay. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Third form of crow is a noun from the 13th century. One, the cry of the cock. Isn't that... Oh, no, the other one was the verb. Uh, the, the act of making the loud, shrill sound characteristic of a cock. This one is the actual sound of the cock. Number two, a triumphant cry. Crow, I got a crow. I'm not going to do that at, like, full volume. That would be ridiculous. Next. It is crowbar, noun from 1748, an iron or steel bar that is usually wedge-shaped at the working end for use as a pry or lever. Or lever. Crowbar is also a transitive verb. Uh, what did I have to say? A It's wedge-shaped at the working end. What is the side, the end called, that is not the working end? Maybe it doesn't have a name. But, oh, you're going to get the working end of this wedge-shaped bar. Uh, I already see, Oh, these, these are so good. I remember this was probably, when I was a kid, one of the first tools that an adult will let you use in at least certain circumstances. I mean, you're dealing with nails, I guess, but, you know, it's not like it's a hammer or a drill uh, or a saw. <laughs> but yeah, crowbar. You feel pretty good when you... you it's, a, it's a good... It's, it's a very good use of physics. Physics, people will say, the, the, the what's it called? The crowbar is a very perfect example of physics at work. Deet, 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 deet. Crowd is next. First form, verb from before the 12th century. Starting with intransitive. I think I forgot to go slow. Let's, let's just take a breath. Oh, you know what? Now would be a good time to have a sip of this wonderful cookie dough drink. Mmm. Tastes like... Sort of cookie dough. Okay. 1A for crowd. To press on. And the synonym is hurry. Hurry, hurry. Uh, Okay, 1B. To press close. As in, the players crowded around the coach. Oh, the coach must have been giving a very inspirational speech. They're pressing very close, shoulder to shoulder. Maybe some are getting down on their knees. What does that coach have to say? Number two, to collect in numbers. 
crowd to collect in numbers. What does that mean? I'm not sure. Moving on to uh, transitive time, 1A, to fill by pressing or thronging together, as in a room crowded with children. Might not be my favorite place to be. I think the noise would get to me pretty quickly. But it's probably kindergarten or something, so they're learning, and they're socializing, and that's very good for their brains. 1B, to press, force, or thrust into a small space. Mm. It's not something I would like to do. Two things in a row. I don't want to be around. Press by feeling a throwing small space. Okay, we did that one. Number two, synonyms are push and force. And this is often used with the word off or out, as in crowd a person off the sidewalk. Crowd a person off the sidewalk. Well, I don't like it when people do this. Is is this literally three or four people walking down the sidewalk and they don't give enough room for the one person who's coming towards them? This, this This is a thing. I have a thing with this for sure. I don't like it when people don't this this you know this is the time of the show when Spencer tells you how he feels about something he he actually has opinions sometimes uh I always get out of the way when there's someone coming towards me unless there's plenty of room then you're fine but you know two people three people even just if one it's worse when it's just one person and they don't get out of the way two people three people I know there's a lot of you I think one of you can scoot over please you don't need to be hogging the sidewalk. I'm going to be respectful. You can be respectful equally right back at me. I think that would be fine. Okie dokie. Number 3A, to urge on. Like a big crowd of people urging on that bowler who's on the last ball and he's about to get a 300 game. That would happen. There would be a crowd in a bowling alley if that happened. That's crowd. Number 3B, to put on in excess of the usual for greater speed. And the thing that you are putting on is a sail. So I guess, you know, the sail is very good at catching the wind. So uh, so in excess of the the usual for greater speed. It's worded very oddly, but my thought is if you want more speed, you put up the sail, you're going to go faster. You're going to get the wind pushing you. Aren't you supposed to have the sail up anyway? If you want to coast, nah. If you want to just relax, you're going to take the sail down. But if you want to go, 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 yeah, get that sail up there. And I guess you call it crowd. That's why it's here. Four, to put pressure on, as in don't crowd me. I'll pay. You got to give me some space so I can get out my wallet. Number five, the synonyms are throng and jostle. Throng and jostle and crowd. Throud, jostle, and crowd went into a bar. Number six, to press or stand close to, as in the batter was crowding the plate. Why do they do that? Do they think that uh, the person is going to throw it outside and that's why they're closer to the plate so they can get it better? Maybe. I don't watch so much baseball. Is there any etymology 
from Middle High German Kroten, which means to crowd, from Old English crod, although I have no idea how they say that, crod, and that means multitude. Also, well, this doesn't make any sense to me, but also from Middle Irish gruth, and that means curds. What what sort of curds are we talking about? Cheese curds? Whey curds? What curds? And how is that a crowd? Is it, Maybe it's a crowd of curds. Everything has a name. Uh, what is it? Um, there, a group of ravens or crows is called a murder, and there's a school of fish. What is, what is a, a bunch of crowds? You could call that curds. Curds of crowds. That was terrible. Da-da-doo-doo. Second form of crowd. This is the noun from 1565. One, a large number of persons, especially when collected together. And the synonym is throng. Throng, 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 throng. That's very difficult to do. 2A, the great body of the people. The synonym is populace. What do the crowds think? I don't care. 2B, most of one's peers, as in, follow the crowd. If the crowd went and jumped off the bridge, would you do it? Yeah, because they were my friends. Three, a large number of things close together, as in, I saw a crowd of golden daffodils. And that is from William Wordsworth. (laughs) Wait, that's a real name? (laughs) Thought that was a made-up name. Uh, There is ellipses in the quote. So it's, I saw a dot, dot, dot. No, I saw a crowd dot, dot, dot of golden daffodils. What was in the middle of the sentence? We will never know unless we take five seconds of research on Google and then maybe we'll find it. Four, a group of people having something as a habit, interest, or occupation in common. I should have finished the sentence, but I didn't see it. A group of people having something in common. That is called a crowd. And the things that they uh, that they have could be a habit or an interest or an occupation that those are your people habits interests occupations yeah those are your people you might have a bunch of different groups we've talked about that before a little bit i know i do have those as in in with the wrong crowd also as in the hollywood crowd Some might argue that those are exactly the same, but not entirely. We have synonym information, crowd, throng, horde, crush, and mob mean an assembled multitude. That's another good word, multitude. Crowd implies a close gathering and pressing together, as in a crowd gathered. Throng and horde Suggest movement and pushing, as in a throng of reporters, also as in a horde of shoppers. There's movement and pushing. 
Uh, yes, both of those examples make sense. Good job. Dictionary. Crush emphasizes the con the compactness of the group. Crush emphasizes the compactness of the group, the difficulty of individual movement, and the attendant discomfort, as in a crush of fans. There is a lot going on with that word. It's very compact. It's difficult to move. Um, where's the other one? Uh, and it's not comfortable. I'm yes, sitting in a football stadium would definitely be a crush of fans. It's just you can't move. It's uncomfortable. A lot of people, although you know, there's at least a little space. You can get more compact. Mob implies a disorderly crowd with the potential for violence, as in an angry mob. This was, I love these synonym information sections because it's just a a very good description of various types of crowds because they are specifically very different and somebody actually took the time to think about how to describe those. Bailey, that's where you come in. This is our last word. It is the third form of crowd. Don't worry, it's much shorter. Noun from the 14th century. One, an ancient Celtic stringed instrument that is plucked or bowed. Called also, hmm, what? Cruth? C-R-W-T-H. Maybe it's pronounced crowd, but I'm not so sure. And number two, English dialect. The synonym is violin. So somewhere, somewhere specific, they call a violin a crowd, probably because the crowd, would the crowd have been older? And then the violin came later. And they were like, ah, that's so similar to a crowd. We're just going to call a violin a crowd. Even though it's not the same, because there is a picture of this uh, instrument. And it is uh, very boxy looking. It's sort of like sort of like a violin, but it's unfinished. They haven't cut it out of its shape. Uh, they haven't cut the shape out of the, you know, the full size. But, uh, you know, it looks interesting. It looks like they used the top of it, the back of a chair for part of it, and then just a, a skinny box for the rest of it. Um, who knows if I'll be able to find an audio example, but if I can, I will put one in somewhere. And uh, and then maybe I'll post a picture on the social media, and you can look at it too, because you can't find it on your own. Uh, okay, so in this episode, we had croupier, cruce, crustad, crouton, Crow, 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 crowbar, crowd, crowd, crowd. Well, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna feel very sad by picking a word of the episode because all, all of them were so good, they all had potential, but there can be only one winner today. Uh, so I feel bad for all of you. Eh, you know which one? Maybe, maybe crouton, uh, because you know it's croutons. Um, this puff pastry thing sounds pretty interesting too, but we're, we're, we're 
putting way too much thought into this, let us pick Crouton as the word of the episode. All hail Crouton. You are the winner. And I am sorry, if if anybody was here for, you know, just the reading of the dictionary in short segments, that's kind of what this used to be, and it has evolved a bit more to have me talk more, I guess. Uh, so, the, you know, the episodes are getting longer. We're, we're, oh, yeah. Anyway, if you like it, great. If you don't, I'm sorry. Just listen to the A's over and over again. Okay, thank you for listening to this, and until next time, this is Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye.